Blog Talk Radio. Hello? If you're talking, Jeannie, I can't hear you. Can you hear me now, Greg? Yes, ma'am, I can. Okay. The system is really wacky tonight. It's it's showing no callers, but I've got callers on here, and it's not bringing the music up. Uh, I'm on my phone, and at first it wouldn't even let me on the phone. It, when it first logged on, it says, you are not connected. Hang up. Or it was trying to disconnect the program even. So um, yeah. we'll just see how this goes. Yeah, when I tried it. <laughs> When I first called in and I hit, you know, hit one to get in queue, usually it says you're in queue. It didn't say that. And last night we were on with Angela Joy and she went through her whole opening talk. And when yep. she she had just said, like, I'm going to go ahead and take some callers, and it went totally silent. And I wow. stayed online and heard the same thing. It said unmuted. So I talked and nothing, and I talked and nothing, and then it muted me, and it came back and unmuted me, and same thing. So I hung up and called back. And when I called back, there was another. There was a woman, I guess, that had called in, and she was doing the same thing. She was like, "Hello, hello, I can't hear you." Yeah. Yeah, there was definitely yeah, something I, mean, I, I called in with my phone. It wouldn't even let me call in. And, and I texted Randy and I said, "I don't know if it's going to work tonight or not. The uh, it's really being weird." And he tr- he tried to call into my program with his phone, and it wouldn't even let him call in. Uh, so I'm sure there's you know right now I've got two callers that are on here, you and another. And then it finally let me call in, but there may be, you know, there may be a dozen others trying to call in that can't get in since it wouldn't let him call in. So, anyhow, we'll just go with what we got <laughs> and hope for the best. And Works if it for me. disconnects, yeah, if it disconnects, just, you know, I mean, if it disconnects during the program, it won't let me, most, a lot of times it won't let me back in. So, uh, we'll yeah. just see how it goes. Uh, I'm, I'll tell you what I'm going to try. I love doing the music. I don't, everybody may not care about it as much as I do, but I love it. I'm going to see if I can get it to. Okay. Let me see here. It, it won't let me do it through the program, through the thing. Yeah. But I'm going to see if I can do it through my phone. Okay. Well, I've got Jennifer on with me too. Okay. Let's see here. Oh, yeah. 
Y'all hear that, Greg? Yes, ma'am. Okay, okay. Randy is texting me the whole time, and and he was saying he could only hear I don't know violins or something. I don't I don't know if he was hearing the song or not, but okay. Uh, you know, as I as uh, I tell you what, I'll go ahead and, and uh, mute you. Okay, okay. Well, it doesn't show that I muted you, so I don't know. Okay. Uh, anyhow, as that song, it made me think. I've, I've been thinking today uh, or this afternoon about the 
the wise men and when Jesus was born, you know, I'm just so thankful that Jesus came. And, you know, this afternoon when I was praying, I was just like, Lord, thank you for coming. You know, thank you, Father God, for sending Jesus. But, Lord, thank you for Jesus for being willing to come. And, you know, you think about, I was thinking about the wise men. And at first I was like, well, why did they call them wise men? Were they called wise men before they came? Or did they get that? Did they later call wise men because they came? But on that holy ground, I thought, when those wise men were there, surely they knew that that was holy ground, even though to most people, to be, uh, I tell you what, I'm going to unmute you again because just in case something goes with the surround the sound, maybe I can hear you. If you can say something. I can uh, hear you. Okay. So the when the when anyone else, they would have been there out in the country in a stable, uh, you know, manure, hay, animals around. You know, who knows if it was cold or not that night. You know, and it would be like. It would seem like anything but holy ground, but yet we know that it was that that's exactly what it was. I mean, the angels were there, Jesus was there, the promise had come forth, and those wise men they knew the prophecy that had come from Gabriel to Daniel. they were familiar with that, and he had trekked from the time they saw the star, I mean, they say that they would have trekked about two years to get there. You know, we think of, oh, the star was there, and in a few hours they got there. No, they said they trekked about two years to get there. So I guess by the time they got there, they, it wouldn't have been in the stable. He would have long since been gone from there. But yet, we know that that was where that stable was and where Christ was, that that was truly holy ground while Christ was there. That birth, all of that such a holy moment, such a holy time. And yet to the to the natural eye, just looking, they would think that poor baby being born there and, and you know, that poor little couple couldn't even get a room. And they would think, what a what a filthy, nasty place to be born in a in a feed trough. But yet it was holy ground. And I, I was just thinking today about that and I thought everyone you now that star would have been visible to everyone. And for people that had biblical teaching, which I think many did during that day, but the biblical teaching is like, why didn't other people see the star and come? And I don't know if anybody else's minds work like this or not. But for me, it was like, why was it only the the, the, the Magi? And they, they said that they don't actually know that it was only three, but because there were only three gifts, the gold, frankincense, and myrrh, that many think that there were only three, uh, and that there were actually uh, three kings. I guess one thing I read, it was like a, a, a lower like a lower level of king or something. I think it was king, king, king of Persia and a couple others. I would have to go back and pull it up and read it again to remember everything. But, but I wondered about that, and I thought, okay, that star would have been visible to many. And, and I would think there would have been many that was familiar with the prophecy that Daniel had. Let me go back and see if I've got that saved. Uh, even though, you know, when I read that, it's like, for me personally, I wouldn't have necessarily read that. Let me see what Randy said. Okay. Um, I wouldn't have personally looked at that and necessarily 
have thought it meant that. Yeah, let's see. It said uh, in Numbers twenty-four seventeen. It says, "I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not nigh. A star shall come forth out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel. It shall crush the forehead of Moab and break down all the sons of Sheth." Now, when it says a star shall come forth out of Jacob, for me personally, I would have assumed that was a person. I wouldn't have been looking for a literal star. And, and I know it was talking about a person. But I wouldn't have, you know, for me, I wouldn't I wouldn't have looked at that and thought, okay, the, a star. But the Magi, they understood that. And when they saw the star, they realized that the Christ child had been born. But, you know, I... And maybe I'm the only one that thinks it's like, okay, others that have biblical teaching, why didn't they recognize it? Did they not recognize that moment? Did that they not know what they were seeing? And you know, I, I still wonder that. But it, it, in reflection of the time we're in now, how many people are seeing what's going on? How many people are looking at the things in the earth and recognizing the time we're in? Are recognizing the movement of God in the earth and things aligning for the return of Christ? You know, apparently, most did not recognize the signs then. And maybe the Lord hid it because no one else was supposed to know but to keep Jesus safe. I mean, the Lord can certainly do that, can blind the eyes of people, the hearts of people that they don't understand. You know, it says he even he hardened the heart of Pharaoh. So, you know, certainly could have been a supernatural work of the Lord. But I think about the day and time we're in now, and it's like so many of course, so many nowadays don't have the biblical teaching. They've not. Uh, there's there's a whole generation that's not not probably not even steps foot in a church. You know, most funerals are in in uh, uh, funeral homes now, and most of the weddings are at wedding venues. You don't see that many weddings in churches anymore, like you did when I was young. And so I think there's there's so many that it will not see and do not see the signs of the times and the working of God and the working of the enemy to recognize what's going on. You know, and this week, um, and I don't know what made me think of it, but, and Randy and I talked a little bit about this week, about nearly three years ago, the Lord gave me a dream. And God does give me dreams from time to time. They'll kind of come in seasons. You know, I'll go through seasons that I have quite a few dreams from the Lord, and then I'll have seasons that I have very little. Uh, or any, but nearly three years ago, the Lord gave me a dream, uh, and I just, the best I can remember, in this dream, the landscape kind of looked like West Texas, you know, where we are here, it's it's a little more rolly and green and trees and, and streams and, and lakes and creeks, it's real pretty, but out West Texas, it's pretty flat and drier and uh, much more sparse, and there was a uh, old white frame house like the older homes with the big wraparound porch and, and my husband and I were there and it started out uh, it was nighttime, 
And in the, I could tell the directions I was looking in the house. I went to a window looking north, and I saw, I believe it was three constellations. And one of them was very, I remember it clearly, one was very clearly a bear, in which we know the bear represents Russia. And there was another one that I've had trouble with that one because it kind of looked like a dog. Um, it was like, you know, they were outlined. It was like, kind of looked like a dog. And later I thought was that, you know, could it have been something like, you know, one of the big cats or even a wolf or something like that. But it it kind of looked like a dog. It was it was not as clear as the bear was to me. And I'm not sure. I've done a little bit of study, you know, pulling up, you know, uh, dogs and various things. And then one of them was a bird, but it wasn't like a sparrow or anything, but it wasn't a bald eagle like the United States. But it was a, a larger type bird. And, of course, uh, Mexico has has an eagle, but it's uh, a different kind of eagle. It's not a bald eagle. It's a different kind of eagle and looks like it's smaller than the bald eagle is. And I had wondered, I thought, well, maybe uh, that could have to do with Mexico, of course, certainly right now we have all of the illegal aliens coming through, and we know there are terrorists coming through through the southern border, and uh, there's just all kinds of things going on there. But anyhow, in that dream, I looked out the window at the constellations, and then uh, I turned back in the house uh, and, of course, had some conversation with my husband and, and uh, had, went, had went out the well, I'll take it back. I, I, I looked out the window again, and I saw dragons. Uh, I saw dragons in the sky coming from the east, uh, kind of like the northeast, but coming coming more from the east. And there were dragons, but then the dragons kind of morphed into airplanes. And then I, 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 it's like I went outside. My husband we were out on the porch. I went on the porch, and I looked, and it was like the dragons landed, but it was troops. And these troops were assembling. Of course, it was like out, uh, out in kind of a desolate area. There were no buildings around, uh, like it would have been more remote. But there were troops assembling, like maybe they had parachuted out of the plains or something. And there were already hundreds of them lined up, you know, getting, getting in and anyhow assembling and getting in their their whatever they can, in their ranks and stuff. Uh, preparing to march, but they were at that time they were still gathering, they were still landing, they were still parachuting out and stuff. My dog's looking in the window at me. <laughs> I, I looked at that and and you know there was some depredation about it. And, and I went back and I went and walked in the house and and uh, uh, my husband walked in, but he had left the door open. And I went back and I was like, wake up, you know. And I shut and it was like, oh my gosh, don't leave any doors open. And it was like, and I shut the door and I locked the door. And that was kind of the end of the dream. Uh, and I talked to Randy even a little bit about it. Of course, he compared it to Israel, uh, to the soldiers over there in the attack. And I said, well, uh, so many of them did come in on those little ultralights or gliders or whatever. Uh, so it was something coming in on wings. But in the dream, it was it was more about the United States. So um, here about two months ago, I went to a, a, a special meeting, oh, I don't know, about 45 minutes from here, to where there was a, a special speaker, a lady from Arkansas that's prophetic, 
And, of course, she prayed over a bunch of us. Most every, most every, nearly everybody in the room, I think, got prayed for. But when she prayed for me, she told me, she said, you have had dreams in the past that have to do what is going on now. And when she said that, I immediately thought about that dream. Um, so I've been kind of asking the Lord. I mean, I, I've, I've gone back, tried to find stuff. I've tried to keep a log of things and to keep up with. But it, it, it's kind of like... Uh, it's, it's kind of like the, you know, like I said, the time, the the anointing of Issachar, of knowing the times of seasons. And I'm asking the Lord, it's like, Lord, what is the, the importance of this? Is there anything I'm supposed to do? Is there anything I'm supposed to say? What, uh, you know, God gives us, he gives us warnings. He gives us information that, that we know things that are to come. Uh, and there's a purpose in that, you know, preparation and such. And so, you know, it it made me think about uh, when Christ come and how so many people were expecting, and I talked about this the other day, how many people were expecting something else and they were looking for something else and they uh, they missed the moment. They missed things because their understanding was not clear. But I've been just asking the Lord, Lord, help me to know, you know, how to prepare. You know, Randy's been giving so many talks here lately about preparing to come out of the system. And I'm asking, God, how do we do that? You know, how, uh, you know, if your, if your income pretty well comes in and goes right back out and you don't have access, excess to, to buy into the gold or buy into the silver, it's like, how, how do we come out of that, Lord? How do we change that? How do we, how do we prepare in a, a basic way or, or a realistic way that most of us can uh, can make the necessary changes. So I know this is not exactly a Christmas message in one sense, and in another sense it is. But I'm, ta- I'm just asking the Lord about it and wondering if the Lord is talking to you guys. Is the Lord sharing things with your heart um, that you're trying to understand and you're trying to uh, to figure out, Lord, what... What do I do with this information? Or what? How does this apply in my life or in the lives of others? What am I supposed to do with this exactly? And Lord, how do we how do we maneuver in the days that are here and the days that are to come? You know, it's it's an exciting time in one sense, and it's it's a, a bit of a scary time in other ways. Of you know, we're we're going we're we're trekking in areas and places we've never been you know this is this is a type of life that none of us have ever had to deal with before so you know tonight as i was even praying i was just like lord give me wisdom i really need wisdom and all of us do but i'm so thankful for the word that says uh, if anyone lacks wisdom let him ask of god that that gives liberally and does not withhold or upbraideth not that God is so willing and so wonderful to give us grace as we ask, to give us wisdom as we ask. So anyhow, that's kind of what was on my mind tonight. I I was just um, thinking back and so thankful that Jesus came and thinking about the wise men and the star and wondering why why was it only them? Did others not see it? Did others not understand the star? 
was that hidden supernaturally from them or just not, you know? And then thinking back on the dream this week, for whatever reason, I don't remember now why all of that came back to me this week, but it did. And wondering what the implications are of that, of Lord, how does this apply? What what am I to do with it? What what are the answers? What is the preparation? And yet excited about the things that God's gonna do. And that as we near the end, you know, as the end nears, Christ coming back of oh wow. How awesome that's gonna be. How awesome. You know, we laid to rest just Saturday, my very last uncle that was living. And, uh, you know, I can just imagine the home going, you know, of my parents. My mother was his sister, his only sibling. And all the loved ones there that we kept just so excited to get to see again someday. And the Lord being there, you know, and it truly is. It truly is a win-win. You know, when we belong to the Lord, it really is a win-win. That we get to live this life and and just life is a blessing. Life is is such a blessing. There's hard things, for sure. But but it's a blessing and an opportunity to to serve God and to see just all that he's done and to, to be a part of other people's lives and them to be a part of us and And then knowing that we're going to be with the Lord someday and that we'll be with him forever and that we're going to have a new earth and a new heaven. It's just amazing. And sometimes, you know, I just have to step back and go, wow, you know, when I think about it. And I think this time of year, particularly honoring the birth of Christ and him coming to the earth, that we think about all of that. You know, more so than, than maybe other times of the year, because even those, even people that are not churchgoers much will really think about all of that this time of year. So, awesome. And just sharing what's on my mind. That's that that's what's on my mind. And I wish I could play another song, but I'm, I don't think I will. Well, I tell you what, just give me uh, a minute here. I've got... I've got quite a few. I've got several numbers here. Not everybody has their hand up, but I've got several numbers. Um, let me see if I can pull this up and play one more quick song so that I can write the numbers down right quick and it not be in just total silence. Let me see here. There's a little short song. Creation, God, you made me in your image. And I'm just a reflection of the love that I've been Everybody wants to be somebody. I want to be somebody too. If I'm going to be known to some, then I want to be known to you. I want to be the moon. 
making a way even when there seems to be no way that father even in the midst of computer problems and technical problems that you make it work lord we mostly we thank you for jesus lord that he came father god that you sent him that he was willing to come and lord we just honor you tonight we thank you tonight and lord we just want to adore you lord to just love on you and just say how much we appreciate that you wanted us that you wanted us enough to come lord i just speak a blessing over each and every one lord open our ears to hear and our eyes to see and lord we ask for understanding and we ask for wisdom and we thank you for your grace in jesus name amen Amen. all right mr greg so what i was going on with you guys tonight oh Trying to stay warm. Uh, got the cold snap <laughs> coming through. It's going to go down to like 20 tonight. Oh wow! Yeah, that's kind of cold. It's it's. Let's see, what is it here? It doesn't. Oh, it's 46 here, so it's cold. That's oh, cold, but it's not terrible. 
Oh, it's it started at like thirty nine or forty this morning and dropped and then came back up and then it's been dropping ever since. Mhm. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not really a cold weather fan, but a little snow once maybe one day a year or one day every other year for taking pretty pictures and then be gone. <laughs> That's me. But me too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I understand. Well, any any ex anything you want to talk about or anything on your heart? Um, well, Jennifer and I got to have our Christmas together this past weekend. Oh, really? so, um, How cool! Yeah, it was nice. I drove up kind of short because I didn't I didn't get there till after midnight Friday night, and I had to leave around. I guess it was about three thirty on Sunday, so just about a day and a half. But we had a little tree and. I got us a little no. cabin not far from where she lives, and and uh, they didn't have one with a fireplace available, so I actually bought a little <laughs> electric thingy that mimics fire just so I, we could have a fireplace. Um, but we had a good time. We exchanged gifts and had some quality time and really enjoyed it. It was just yeah. too short. 